Hello there, and welcome to a very special Here's Johnny's Reviews. And for this one, over the next several weeks, I shall be putting out my failed second podcast, the Schlocky Horror Podcast Show. As I and my co-host spent a good amount of time on these podcasts, so I thought, why not slap it on this podcast and see what happens. Now, remember, these were recorded several months ago. So and none of the links for the Shocky Horror work. So please don't try to look up on the internet. However, the other links should work. Anyway, enjoy. Hello and welcome to the Schlocky Horror Podcast Show, the movie review podcast that looks at all movies from B to Z. I am your host, Johnny T, and no, no, no movie is safe from me. With me is my co-host and cohort, Eric, from his podcast, Two Bearded Losers, and his YouTube channel, Hey Internet, Eric here. Glad to be here as always, Johnny. Okay then. We have our first request, and if you want a movie covered, I'll tell you to do it at the end. Chopping Mall from one of our followers, 8-Bit Ray. Chopping Mall, which was brought to us by Roger Corman, so you know this is fucking cheap. Which is his take on Short Circuit, also from 1986. And I've got to say, these robots are Johnny Five's more vile little brothers. <laughs> yeah. No yeah. shit. Mm, mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. And before we discuss the movie, it's time for Fearful Fortnight. Oh, God. So, what did you... Oh, God, that's so bad title. What did you watch between podcasts? What have I watched between podcasts? Well, I have watched just a couple things. I'm um, worth talking about. I did watch... I watched The Hitcher, the the C. Thomas Howell, Rudger Hauer Hitchhiker movie, which is... You know, every, when Rudger Hauer died, everyone talked about... Uh, they always bring up Blade Runner. Mm. Or, you know, in recent, they always picked up uh, or talked about Hobo with a Shotgun. I mm. still think uh, him in The Hitcher is one of his best performances. He's just so creepy and violent and mysterious in that movie. Um, I, I like I, him in uh, Blind Fury. I like him in that movie. He's good. Blind Fury is another fun, like, cheesy 80s movie. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But The Hitcher is so great. He's just you, you believe how dangerous he is in that just by the look on his face. Um, let's see here. I I watched Fright Night, Ooh. and you know the original one from the '80s, and then I watched it's it's sad follow up Fright Night Part Two. That was not uh, bad. It, it's not bad. I I remember hating it the first time I watched it. I watched it this time, and I think it's grown on me. Um, the comedy wasn't as bad as I remembered it. I no. mean, the the werewolves look like vampires now, or the other way, the the, uh, the vampires look like werewolves now. Um, mm. But it was a lot more fun than I remembered, even yeah, though I mean, it's it is basically the same exact movie. Yeah, except there's bowling. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, there's bowling. Yeah, bowling and um, garlic pizza. Mm. Yeah, and yeah, the only difference is they made the vampire a woman this time. Uh, basically, yes. the, the yes. same fucking movie. And um, you have a transgender vampire on roller skates. 
<laughs> That's the thing. I couldn't tell if that if that black vampire on roller coaster was that a dude or was that a woman? Yes, yes, it's, it's a man. But he, I believe, he's a drag queen. I believe. So. <laughs> I, you know what? I'll tell you what. I sure couldn't tell. So if that was what they were going for, they were successful. Yeah, I think we're going for the whole gender fuck drag queen thing. So, but yes, he is a man. I think he's a dancer yeah. actually. So. And the other only the only other movie I can think of that I watched was uh was It Chapter Two, which I personally really really enjoyed. Oh yes, um, it, it too. We'll get back to that in a second. Yeah, I, I know you saw it as well, and your uh, your opinion does differ a little bit from mine. But I I personally I enjoyed the characters. I enjoyed the creativity in the movie. I liked it better than Chapter One, to be honest. Mm, no, no. Well, for me personally, I watched the boys again to give it a second chance and it's just as shit as the first time i watched it um uh, the whole was evil superman thing doesn't work it just fails miserably uh, the whole all superheroes are absolute arseholes in from nothing they, they hate the public you know or want like, fame and money and power and etc etc i just not like it it's shit i watched halloween 3 the ultimate guilty pleasure mm-hmm. um and poltergeist remake which is a piece of shit <laughs> sorry it's just Fucking atrocious, that movie. And while editing a podcast last week, I watched Men in Black 2, and that does not age well. God. And on to It's Chapter 2, which I saw in a half-empty cinema with about a hundred and something people. Not a peep from anybody. It was dead silent. Um, I laughed about six times at the movie. It's unintentional scares. Uh, Pennywise is wasted. He's a fucking complete loser in this movie. He is unscary. There's nothing scary in this movie at all. I hated the kids. I hated most of the adults. I didn't like Jessica Chastain. She was too much of a fucking super bitch in this thing. I thought the CGI was pathetic. I hated the gay bashing scene at the start. There was no need for that. Absolutely no need for a gay bashing scene. And Pennywise killed, what, two people in total? Trying to think. He kills the gay guy at the start, and he kills the little boy in the Hall of Mirrors, and that's all he kills. When they, he kills the little girl with the birthmark on her face. Oh, I forgot about her under bleachers. Yes, yes. And that ending is ridiculous. That half clown, half spider thing was just ridiculous. I I was not happy about it at all. I mean, when we were walking out the cinema, I overheard about ten people saying this was a piece of shit. Oh, so, that's never a good sign. That, that's like when I went to the theater to go see Alien vs. Predator, I think it was Requiem, oh, and I got there early. And um, as I was walking in, someone else was walking in because they forgot their purse or their wallet or something. They said, "I just to warn you, this movie really fucking sucked. <laughs> no, no, wrong. It's never a good sign. No, it's never a good sign. No, no. Like I said, I went to the toilet twice and I missed the, both the scares, apparently. I missed the whole old woman naked scene thing. I missed that. Mm-hmm. And I miss Pennywise putting on the, the face makeup for the first time. The whole what thing, which I, I had me on. I'm sorry, I had me on the floor stitches when I watched this in the, in the trailer. I could not stop laughing at that. Is that supposed to be scary? You know? No. <laughs> Tell us how you really feel, bud. Uh, and I'm Go sorry. Uh, when Pennywise is in the <laughs> Hall of Murder thing, and he's looking mm-hmm. at the kid and he's going, I've waited for you. I can't do the voice. Uh, Fucking leprechaun voice there. I've waited for you until da da da. Anyway, with a tongue. So Pennywise yeah. found Snapchat then. Is that Snapchat? <laughs> 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 and he's going. Oh, it's like, 
licks the screen. I'm going, what the fuck? Is that supposed to be fucking scary? I mean, oh my god. And that nut job, uh, what was his name? The the bully guy. Uh, oh, Henry Bowers. Yeah, he gets stabbed in the heart with his own knife. It doesn't die. Ah, dear, oh dear. And of course, the the the, the other bully, the other greaser bully, driving around in a car all day. Mm. Maybe this is a zombie driving around in a car. Write it in. Uh, no, no. And balloons. Who said balloons were scary? You know. No, no, it wasn't scary. I think they were going more for like a creepy factor than a scary. Because no, the, the the movie was not scary at all. No, no. Oh, no, one more thing. Who said that herky jerky movements was scary? No. Who who in Hollywood said, oh, this is scary. Let's fast forward the motion of, of the movements. That's scary. No, it's not. It's fucking lame. Enough of that already, Hollywood. It's just fucking terrible i mean mm-hmm. oh my god but what i don't get at the end of it spoiler alert at the yeah. end um when they turn pennywise into a little baby sort of thing all i was getting was doctor who when the master uh, turned off the doctor's regeneration skills and he's a little dinky doctor that's all i got from the end of that and i was going oh look at the wee cute pennywise oh isn't that cute <laughs> <laughs> I just couldn't stop laughing at that. I was like, that is fucking, that's supposed to be scary, this little dinky sort of, I don't know, one-year-old baby-sized Pennywise. Mm-hmm. And they rip his heart out and squish his heart. Really? Oh, and of course, the movie rips off multiple different movies, such as Poltergeist, Children of the Corn, when they walk around a completely abandoned town for no fucking reason. Mm-hmm. The Thing, of course. With the head. Yeah, I, I, I liked I liked that that scene with the thing in the refrigerator and the, the head and everything. I thought that was pretty good. Yeah, well, it was okay, but I was thinking originality. Hello, mm-hmm. anybody? No, no originality. Okay then. I love the fact how they kill Pennywise by turning him into fucking Freddy Krueger. I don't believe you. You're nothing. You're shit. Poof. You know. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I was definitely I was definitely getting a, a Nancy Thompson vibe for that thing. I was waiting for him uh... to like just disappear in some, in like some static CGI like Freddy did. Mm. Uh, and they made uh, what was his name Richie Gay. Is that in the book? Um, I've never read the book. I've <laughs> been reading a lot of people like in their articles, quote unquote, online about Richie being gay. Somebody said that when uh, Eddie is killed, Richie like kisses him on the cheek to say goodbye. So I don't know if that was just their way of making it more obvious that Richie is a gay character or not. I have no idea. Well, Pennywise does taunt him with the I know your dirty little secret and all that stuff. I'm like, mm-hmm. uh, excuse me, gayness is a dirty little secret. Okay, then. One of, my, one of my buddies at work was 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 asking about that. And I said, well, think about it this way. Other than um, Bill, who's a successful author, Richie's probably the most successful, quote unquote, celebrity of them all. And mm-hmm. maybe he's just worried that if people found out he was gay right now, he would lose his fan base or what have you. I don't know. <laughs> The possibility, but this is set in 2016, so uh, it's stretching credibility there. In the 80s, fair enough. In the 90s, yes, but by 2000s and 2000 and odds, no, 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 no. They were still had of you would have been on the, the pedestal as the, this is a gay comedian, yay! But I do love the fact he is gay, and that's it. Nothing else is mentioned in his character at all about being gay. Yeah, I thought it was done really well. It wasn't in your face. It wasn't over the top. Uh, so. It could have been all. It could have been done a lot worse. Oh, good God, yeah, yeah, yeah. It could be wearing the big fucking rainbow flag pin on his gun. I'm gay, everybody. Da, 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 da. No, no, no. 
Um, what else made me laugh? Oh yes, the giant statue of the guy with the axe thing. What the hell that statue thing was? Um, uh, Paul yeah, made me laugh. I couldn't stop laughing at that. <laughs> Although I was in the cinema and I was yeah eating my um, M and M's. And mm-hmm. I dropped some on my lap and looked up, and I got a jump scare because I looked up and my glasses fell, fell forward a bit, so I had to put them back up. And um, as I was focusing, I seen this big gigantic head. <laughs> I swear to God, I jumped, <laughs> all because my glasses fell off. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell is that? You know, that's um, fantastic. But that was it. That was the only jump I had in that entire movie. And was, it was all because of your M&Ms. It, yes, yes, all because of crispy M&Ms. Bastards like that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, getting back to a good movie. <laughs> yes, um, yes. <clears throat> We're um, in agreement on this. Yes. Uh, Chopping Mall. With this budget of $800,000, this thing pulled in unknown. Because I think Roger Coleman has a thing for hiding the what profits these movies made. Because I can't think any of his movies with a budget. Or profit, rather. Except mm-hmm. in extreme ex- exceptions. So I have no idea what his problem with that one is. Anyway, the cast, Kelly Maroney, Tony O'Dell, Russell Todd, Barbara Crampton, or Crampton rather, Kerry Emerson, John Taleski, Taleski, yeah, Nick Segal, and Dick Miller, the director, Jim Waroski, you pronounce his name. The plot, a group of 20-somethings, mall employees, have a party one dark and stormy night. Unbeknownst to them, the new robot security guards have gone haywire and are killing people. So they they have to fight off these three man-hating robots and wait out until dawn, as the mall has sealed itself shut. And it will be sealed until dusk, I believe. Yeah, it closes from like midnight to dusk. Yeah. Then. Who will survive? How will they defeat the unstoppable robots? And what will be left of them? Can the... Uh, also explain the uh, <clears throat> suspect stains in the bedding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Find out here. <laughs> okay, first up, before we get into this movie, they're having sex in fucking display beds. Really? <laughs> well, I just thought it was funny when we get to that scene, because I got, I got something to say about that scene, but they're not just having sex in the, the, the display beds, they're having sex five feet from each other in each bed. Yeah, that must be. Yeah, a I mean, thing. in plain view. <laughs> I'm sorry, that must be a straight thing because I have never had sex in front of another person. Well, <clears throat> another, you know what I mean? <clears throat> um, yeah, I gotcha. I don't like an audience. So what the hell is it with having three, what, three couples having sex about fucking five foot apart? No. no. It was the '80s, man. The time of the orgy. So. Yeah, true true anyway on to this thing first up with the poster with dr claw's hand holding a bag of body parts that is so cool mm-hmm. yeah uh, the, the robotic hand yeah although apparently they get in trouble for that because kitties thought it was supposed to be uh inspector gadget what the fuck <laughs> i was clearly that was clearly dr claw with the little shopping bag mm-hmm. yeah i yeah. love that love the poster yeah, the poster is so cool. I must find that myself, actually. Onto the trailer with this eye-rolling tagline. Shopping here will cost your arm and a leg. Oh, no. No, just stand in a fucking corner and face the wall. That's a terrible joke of a wrote that. <laughs> well, again, that's the 80s. You know, yes. The, the cheese is very, very strong in that decade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And the, the first kill of the movie, the jewel thief, killed by a killbot. First up, may want to think that, rethink that name, killbot. 
Mm-hmm. And also, to get this guy has a magic gun. He's a six shooter revolver. Yeah, he gets nine bullets from that. Get in. <laughs> Somebody can't count. <laughs> yeah, I lo- I loved that opening. You know, uh, it, it it was full. It started out with you know the full cheesy eighties music. I mm-hmm. honestly thought it was part of the actual movie itself because I'd seen this movie once, maybe shit 10 15 years ago so i only knew like the plot a couple scenes and then when uh he was running away and then shot and killed and then suddenly you had what i think you get the big title screen of the end or something like that i'm like perfect perfect 80s cheesy commercial and it just made me think of you know robocop you know with all the commercials that were thrown in in uh in that movie Mm-hmm. I love the fact that the um, doctor, what's his name? Doctor, what the fuck's his name? I've got his name down somewhere. Uh, what the hell is, I'll get back to him later. Doctor Simon, there he's there, says, oh, the guy's just stunned. No, he's not. That thing shot him in the fucking liver with that mm-hmm. sun gun. He did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Trust me, we'll be talking about the weapons that you find out that these fucking things actually <laughs> have by the end of it. I think, was it by the end of the movie, they have uh, plastic explosives, you know? Oh. God, yeah, the toothless top bat explosive. I'm getting to that. I'm getting to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And after the robots, we meet our mad professor, Dr. Stan Simon, played by Paul Coffis. I think that's his name. Who was another equally shit movie, 976 Evil 2. <laughs> oh, God. God. I have saw that, and it's fucking terrible. As he shows off his killbots again, rename these things killbots. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. He's trying to sell these... The 80s. Everything is action and kill. Yeah, true, true. I mean, should I just sell these to... What was the point? They have all this, the mall shop owners in the, the foyer, and he's doing the whole presentation in the actual mall. They've bought the fucking robots. Why do you need two <laughs> demonstrations? For God's sake. Yeah, yeah, like I said, it, it's just another... And it, it, I was wondering if what came out first with this or Short Circuit, because the beginning is pretty much exactly the same. You have them blowing up like in short circuit you have them blowing up tanks and everything and then you have the sleazy guy in the suit giving the presentation this was exactly the same mm-hmm. thing mm-hmm. yeah but what research i could find out about this short circuit was after this but short circuit was the bigger movie therefore mm-hmm. the, the script must have floated around hollywood so Corbin got his hands and went oh hello yoink you know yep. <laughs> and that, still the idea. that would be typical corman oh good god yeah 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 Oh yes, on to said buyers. I love these ones. The the um husband and wife, brother and sister. Uh yeah, what did I what I I put on my notes I say man and woman in crowd remind me of the hecklers from the Muppet show that are in the balcony. <laughs> That's so true. Uh they they, yeah, they are what am I? Mary Bland, played by Mary Warnoff, and Paul Bland, played by Paul Bartell. Just back with the robots. I love the fact they call them the Three Stooges. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I just love that. And then again, you think of it, they call them the Three Stooges. Uh, again, short circuit. Johnny Five turns three of the bad robots into Three Stooges. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm surprised Corbin hasn't been sued yet for ripping off other ideas. I mean, there's, yeah. there's whole magic, but this is a blatant ripoff, for fuck's sake. I mean, well, who knows? You know, Corman does everything so cheap, maybe they don't even think of selling him. They might think he might not have any money to get from him. Yeah, yeah, true, true. That's very true. I mean, if this thing had a $800,000 budget, and these other movies have got... I think the highest movie of Corman's budget was Mistress of the Dark. I think it was $2 million or $2.5 million, I think, because he was really skingy of his mm-hmm. budgets. 
you know, and they're notorious for, for reusing sets and using props and reusing oh, yeah. music scores and, and actors, of course. Um, so, yeah, yeah, Corman's are cheap. I mean, let's do a, a Corman month. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we will. Um, yeah, you're right. He's always reusing the same people because Dick, I couldn't count when we get to Dick Miller. I couldn't count how many. I think he's been in like three or four, maybe even more Corman movies himself. I'm trying to think now. Uh, da, 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 da. Yes, he has. Wasn't he in the original Auto Shop of Horrors? Yes, he was the guy that was eat, that liked to eat the flowers. All right, right, okay, then. okay. I've actually seen that version. Yeah, I've, I've just seen the '80s musical. One of only six musicals I, I can actually watch and enjoy. <clears throat> anyway, back to this movie. The music, I love the music. It's just so camp. It's just so '80s. Mm-hmm. I love that music. I was tempted to steal it for this podcast, but I decided not to because I don't want to get fucking sued. <laughs> and yeah. I love that music. That theme is so cool. Oh yeah, the the music in this the, the whole like entire score throughout from the beginning to end this mu- mu- movie is fantastic. I love it. Yeah. You're right. It, yeah. It's it's such camp. Yeah, it's just fantastic. I'm tempted to buy the record actually to buy the album. It, it, it fits perfectly in every scene. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh yes, onto the dis- undestructible robots. Yet they're easily destroyed. Kidding. Okay, I mean, fair enough. One gets a lift trap uh, dropped in its head, but fair enough. <laughs> Another one gets. What was it? Paint sent sent out a light or something like that? How the hell she killed that thing? Oh, what, what was it? The end. She 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 put paint all over the floor so it didn't have a lot of traction with it with its treads. But she mm. blew it up with a road flare because road flares are dynamite for some reason in the eighties. Yeah, yeah. I'm, we'll get back to that. That's towards the end. Yeah. We're still in the first couple of minutes. Let's yeah. just see now. Oh yes, this is a real mall. The Sherman Oaks in California is also used in Commando. Back to Future 2, and I believe, um, what's that zombie movie in the mall? Uh, Dawn of the Dead. Dawn of the Dead. I believe. So, hmm. oh yes, and spot Rodney Eastman as a shoplifter stealing the record, aka mm-hmm. Joy from, uh, uh, what the hell was that? Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street 3 and 4. I love right. the fact that, yeah, he's the guy with, he was the, the, the guy that stole the record. He had the record under his, his um, shirt. Oh, okay. And for at the very start. That was his okay. first ever movie, apparently. Anyway, like I said, he's uh, Joey from Elm Street 3 and 4. Uh, uh, yeah, the, the the mute, right? Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the guy that screams. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is his first movie. I love the fact that he steals a, a gigantic LP. <laughs> mm-hmm. Full-size record. Just- this whole opening sequence, I wrote down how I loved it. First off, I, I love just like the the way the fonts for uh, Chopping Mall look. You know, it's the, the cheap, cheesy, like robotic looking fonts. Mm. And then you would just have a long sequence of just, I was calling it like Life at the Mall, where mm. everybody's just, you know, the poor kid with the ice cream cone in the <laughs> elevator. And he just, everyone just flocks in there, smushes him against the ground, the wall, and they all flock out. And you see he's covered in his ice cream. Yeah, that was uh, hilarious. Who is who's the poor waitress who's trying to walk through all the people in in the the eating area, and then by the end of that, she accidentally dumps her food and drinks on the guy. And yeah. just a very funny uh, sequence, and it is it's getting you pumped up and making you realize that yeah, it's going to be as cheesy as the the plot sounds. So I I loved it. I thought it was great. Yeah, I've got that on, on my notes too. The chick carrying the coke and the food mm-hmm. and trying to spill it. I go right across the food court, mind. She doesn't spill yep. a drop. Then she stops it and over the over her party, over the crowds. 
that happened to me a few times in a bar and I was not uh, happy. A few times in bars and clubs. Tried to carry that whole tree of drinks going through clubs and pubs and probably at the last second. It's like, oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> I was not a popular guy that night, <laughs> I'll tell you that. Yeah. Uh, oh, yes, and Casio, may want to rethink their fucking product placement. They have a teeny little dinky stall in this huge mall. I thought Ca- uh, Casio was a big brand in the 80s. I honestly I have no idea by the time with I don't know when uh, Casio actually came out compared to when this movie was filmed because like I said this was 86 yes 86 yeah. I believe yeah yeah 86 yeah I believe Casio was the 70s uh 78 i think it was 77 78 mm-hmm. but casios were huge in the 80s well, everybody had the little dinky Casio digital watches they were fucking everywhere so they should have rethought their um product placement there onto the pizza shop with the corman movie posters on the wall is it wrong i've seen yep. most of these movies <laughs> i noticed that nothing but a, nothing but a, so a good self-promotion from roger corman there yeah alex is it wrong i've seen most of the movies I've seen about five of the movies, you know. Um, I've seen, and I've seen a handful of Corman's. I've seen uh, you know, Death Race 2000 and Humanoids from the Deep, um, mm. Rock and Roll High School, mm. and one I'm I'm trying to get on this show. If it, if I can convince you, we're going to do Munchies as well. That's another one. Oh, Munchies, yeah, that's on the list somewhere. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> somewhere, okay. Let me see now. Where was I? Da, 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 da. Oh yes, Gross Cook, played by Mel Wells. The food hygiene in this fucking scene is disgusting. He wipes the shit all over his absolutely disgusting, gross T-shirt. Yes, I loved it. Uh, it's so disgusting. It's like, oh. And he has all the food lying on the counter. No heat lamps, just just food lying there. And these poor two waitresses have got to run around to the, the, the restaurant to serve the, the food. I'm going two waitresses, you cheap bastard, to fucking hire one. <laughs> And the one, of course, I think it's great. It goes from you know that fat, disgusting cook to the, the fat, disgusting customer that they they hate yeah. serving right behind them. Just about to say that the one fat slobby geek who's a mm. perv apparently. It's like oh for fuck's sake. <laughs> oh yes, and finally we meet the girls, Allison Parks, the good girl, played by Kelly Maroney of Fast Times at Richmond High, and into the comets and a few other <clears throat> scream queen roles, and her. New best friend, Susie, that played, who's, what am I, Susie Lynn, I believe her name was, who is a complete slut, uh, played by Barbara Crampton of Reanimator, From Beyond, Transfers 2, Castle Freak, Your Next, Laws of Salem, and Tales of Halloween. <laughs> Jesus Christ, her fucking CV. These two have good chemistry together. I thought they were quite good co-worker chemistry, you know? Yeah, you could you could buy that they were really good friends. Mm-hmm. Although I love the really fact that well together. Yeah, I love the fact that they could clearly say like Alison's the good girl and Susie's the slut. She goes, Oh, I'll get you somebody. He's got a good personality. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It makes you it makes you wonder, you know, how, how hard she works for those tips with that guy. Mm. Let's see. Mm. Oh, the first victim of the robots. Uh, Marty, uh, the lab technician, played by what the hell was his name? Martin Douglas. Who's killed when the robots hit the lightning? Can we say short circuit? I shouldn't yeah. have shouldn't have uh, safety guards for this. I don't know, like a, a emergency trip uh, system, um, a fuse system or something like that, you know, a fuse box system. If a, a lightning strikes hits, but Kaden and he gets killed by the robot choking him before he can choke his chicken. Other fact, he pulls out a Playboy. 
<laughs> what the fuck was that? I mean, <sighs> and he gets choked by ripping his throat out. That's an interesting thing. Mm-hmm. Also, are everybody in this, this movie deaf? You can't hear this three foot robot channeling towards you. <laughs> well, he was, he was busy focusing elsewhere. Yeah, well, that's true. That's very true. Although I have to say about that, uh, center spread was a bit tame, was it not? <laughs> yeah, a I mean, bit. you got one, one nipple, and that was it. I'm going, that's not a center spread. That's a teaser prick. That's a fucking front cover prick. <laughs> well, it, it's Corman. They couldn't afford, they couldn't afford the, the the center fold. Yeah, true, true, very true. Um, da, 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 da. oh yes, then meet the boys, Freddy, Freddy. What the hell's this guy's name? Yeah. I, I always thought that I thought they were calling him Fergie the whole time, but I I, I watch it with captions. It's F E R D I E. Yeah, sometimes he's called Ferdy, sometimes he's called Freddy. I'm like, what the fuck? Because the girls call him Freddy, the boys call him Ferdy. What the fuck? Anyway, we go on. Played by Tony O'Dell of the Craty Kid movies. He's one of the um, Cobra Kai bullies. Uh, he's the dork, apparently. <laughs> yeah. And he's a dork too because of course they you know they have to give him the, the thick black glasses just so you know he's the nerd. Yes, yes. And the ridiculously tight trousers. What the fuck were these trousers? <laughs> I'll tell you what, man. I, they, I know it's the 80s. Every single person had the tightest pants, male and female, in this movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, but also now, the loudmouth Michael Brennan, played by John Tureski of Deathstalker 2. Which I have seen and is atrociously bad, but in a delicious way. Uh, as I said, this is getting done for this podcast because it is so bad. It is genius. <laughs> I mean, the, uh, what's his name? John Torleski mm-hmm. is about. He's about what? I think he's six foot, and he takes on one of the glow ladies, gorgeous. Uh, again, gorgeous ladies of wrestling. Uh, the big, fat one, the big huge one, uh, oh. and she. She uh, kicks his uh, ass. Like Mount Fiji or something like that? No, no, no. The other one. Um, anyway, we've gone. A yuppie, Greg Williams, played by Nick Segal of Breaking 2, Electric Boogaloo. Never saw it, but I love that title. That title's genius. And the equally awful 16 comedy, School Spit, where he is a frat boy, a rich frat, frat boy who dies and comes back as a ghost and possesses people to get his rocks off. And it's fucking disturbing. It's just bad. Yeah, I, um, I, I even written in my notes. I didn't know which character is what, but I wrote down that the dark-haired douchebag. Um, he's also he also plays a dark-haired douchebag in Friday the Thirteenth Part Two. He's the one that uh steals no, the uh, hot chick's clothes and gets stuck in the snare trap. Uh, is that the wrong person you think of? Is it no? Because isn't that Rick, the next male character? Rick, played by Russell Todd, of Friday the Thirteenth Part Two. Oh, there you go. See, they're they're all the stereotypical males. I get them all mixed up in this, except for the nerd because he's got the glasses. Yeah, yeah. I I know the difference between uh two of them because as I says, the Mike guy is played by the guy that played Deathstalker two, and that guy is fucking hot. <laughs> I mean, and <laughs> Russell Todd is fucking hot too. So that's how I, I get the two because I know him from Friday the Thirteenth two. Um, yeah. But the other one, I have no idea where the fuck he's, he's from. Anyway, his, um, where was I? Wife? Girlfriend? Who the hell is she? Linda, played by Carrie Emerson of White Dog and Evils of the Night. These two are, what are they, mechanics? I mean, she I said, have no idea. 
she says the mechanics, but he's useless with cars, but she just touches the car and it works instantly. But of course, mm-hmm. how's that one work? If he's supposed to be a trained mechanic, uh, moving on. Uh, and the final girl, Leslie Todd, played by Susie Slater. Uh, she's the girlfriend of the horn dog, Mike. Uh, who is bossed by their father, Mr. Todd, played by Arthur Roberts, because he walks into the the um, clothes shop and goes, oh, I can't wait to fill you up tonight, love, or what the hell the line was, as he's wearing the tightest jeans in the Mashable, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Constantly chewing chewing gum, which drove me nuts. I'm like, spit the chewing gum at you, fucking... Oh, dear God. That's a pet peeve of mine, is chewing gum constantly. It's just rude. Yeah, you can just hear the smacking no matter what. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, uh, where was I now? Uh, la, 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 la. Oh yes, first cameo, Garrett Graham of Bud the Chud fame as a technician at Lester, who's next for robots as he gets a robot hand to the back of the neck. How the fuck did he die, by the way? I don't know if it <laughs> snapped his neck or if it, I mean, because you don't see anything because, you know, zero budget basically, but I think mm. it was supposed to have snapped his neck and... I, when he walked in, I, I was thinking to myself, where the hell have I seen him from? Because I haven't seen Bud the Chud. Oh, He's genius. the foster dad from uh, Child's Play 2. Uh, is he? Oh, so is he? Uh, yeah, the uh, one uh, that, uh, that gets called, killed on the stairs going down into oh the Oh, my God, as I know. My Lord. I haven't seen Child's Play 2 in years, mind you. So hmm. I'm not mm-hmm. a great fan of Chucky. I think the movies are uneven to say to, to be kind. <laughs> yeah, that's very, being very nice to that series. Yeah, I mean, my favourite one is Bride of Chucky, because it doesn't take itself serious at all. Right. And it, it knows it's bad, and it runs with it. And that's my golden rule with a, a B-movie. If it knows it's bad and runs with it, it gets a pass for me. Up to yes. a point, you know? <laughs> it's definitely the most fun, that's for damn sure. Mm-hmm. Although, I do have a soft spot for... What's that one? Uh, the Seed of Chucky, with the little transgender... Yeah, uh, that's, that's the, 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 the transgender son with uh, John Waters. Yes, yes, Glenn and Glenda. <laughs> mm-hmm. I like that one, yeah. But the rest of them are like, eh, this is supposed to be scary. Eh, he's, what, about two foot tall or something? Mm. Yep. Pick up and kick him across the fucking floor, rip his arms off or something for crying out, rip his yeah. legs off, you know. Anyway, uh, back to this movie. The Dancing, and I thought The Dancing of Friday the 13th Part 4 was bad. I mean, what was the dancing? Uh, well, you had two people just groping each other. You had two people making out. Mm-hmm. You had two people trying to dance. And then, of course, you had the nerd in the bathroom uh, trying to psych himself up, trying to be sexy for his blind date. Yeah, yeah. What interests me was this actually a real song. It's called, what is it? Streetwalking by Sylvia St. James, whoever she is. So it's a real song actually made for this movie. Yeah, Interesting yeah, I, mean, I had no clue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the teens, are they supposed to be teenagers or, or 20-somethings? Because they say they're teenagers, but they're clearly in their 20s. <laughs> oh, they're, 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 they definitely got to be early 20s. Mm. There's no mm. way that these people are still in high school. No, good God, no, no. I mean, one's married. as a married couple, for fuck's sake. How the hell are these? <laughs> and they have sex in the beds and on the sofa. Hello, suspect stains. <laughs> yeah um, i will say this the uh the dance scene i wrote down or as we're calling it the dance scene or whatever it 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 led to a really funny joke that I, that actually got me laughing out loud is uh when um the nerd like i'm not real good with character names but we'll just call him the nerd and then the good girl 
um you know they're, they're meeting each other for the for the this blind date or whatever and they do the hi hi you know this that nervous meeting um and then it cuts to the other two friends you know that are a couple and they they look at each other just to mock them and go hi hi yo hi yeah, yeah that was yeah, yeah. Mm. I, mm. that one had me rolling yeah that's true that's true although the furniture store is owned by ferdy's uncle should he be have more i don't know confidence he's supposed to be from a rich family a rich jewish family so why is he such a like shy nerd it's like mm, it doesn't make sense yeah you but, know money doesn't always buy confidence though no, no that's true that's very true that's very on to the sex scenes one of one says to one of the girls she has pepperoni nipples uh yeah no no it was is um see i wrote this down i i love this scene because you got was it one two four couples right mm-hmm. you have the first couple um the guy's already undressed in bed and she comes out and she's just in her, her bra and panties and she's trying her best to be sexy and seductive so you got that couple mm-hmm. and then you got another couple they're making out on on a couch and like he looks at her and he he's kissing her. He says, "You smell like pepperoni." Oh, is that yeah. what it was? I thought yeah, you it, said it, she had pepperoni said, nipples. No, no, no. He he. They're making out because he says, "You smell like pepperoni," and then it pisses her off. So she gets up and starts to walk away. And then he looks at her. And he's like, "But I love pepperoni." Hmm. And then that's what gets her to start undressing. Yeah, yeah. Although, what was her outfit? By the way, she had like a some sort of tight material, sort of nylon material thing over her outfit. Then she had the bra, yeah, yeah. and then yeah. she had the the sort of bodice thing. And how the fuck did she pee that thing? <laughs> yeah, it looked like yeah, it looked like a one piece uh, like see through bathing suit or something. I have no idea. I don't know if it was supposed to be like a sexy negligee or something, but I have no idea what that was. But I was how the hell does she pee that thing? She have to take the whole thing off, and for fuck's sake, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, yeah. Is it me or did the actor that played Greg, was he getting a little bit aroused as he has Barbara Crompton over him with her, her tits hanging out? He gets a little bit stiff in the underwear department. <laughs> Is that just me yeah. being a pervert? <laughs> you know, you know what? You know, I, I, you know, I'm not an actor, so I don't know how I would react if I had an attractive woman like that. It's going to be hard to not have anything like that happen, don't you think? It's true true very true uh moving on swiftly <laughs> yeah I, I love the fact that um what was it the other actress has the huge pepperoni nipples and she goes don't you like my i was like really love the nipples no and she sends her boyfriend to get was it cigarettes yeah for because she she does she doesn't smoke camel she smokes like virgin slims or some shit like that mm-hmm. as poor allison is sat watching old uh, horror movies with um with Ferdy, mm-hmm. which is actually a rather common cheapie from the 50s called Attack of the Crab Monster, which apparently I wonder I think Dick Miller might actually be in that one too. Uh, the chef is in it also the cook, the gross cook. He's in that. That's apparently, fantastic. He's the hero apparently. <laughs> uh, second cameo, as you mentioned, Dick Miller. Oh well, you've guessed it. If I can, so you could mention these movies. And, I mean, he's in Gremlins, Terminator, The Burbs, Howling, Piranha, Night of the Creeps, Tales of the Crypt, Demon Knight, etc., etc. Oh my God, I could go for fucking ten hours. He is in everything. And every every and any Joe Dante film has Dick Miller thrown in there for good measure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he plays the skeezy town sheriff. No, it wasn't the town sheriff. He's the um, owner of the 
water park in the original Piranha. Yep. Um, who gets his comeuppance, which is quite good. Let me see, because I covered that for my own podcast. Here's John's reviews. Cheap plug. There you go. <laughs> uh, he's killed because he dunks a bucket of oh, sorry, the robot dunks a, butt of, a bucket of water over him, and it pisses him off. So he goes to hit it with a, a mop, and he gets a bunch of goodies. What the fuck? I mean, I, I, don't yeah, I, I just I, I was waiting for the Dick Miller cameo because I knew he was in this, and uh. I just loved it because, again, it's it's showing the cheapiness of, of the budget. I wrote down that he gets electrocuted with a, a cheap force lightning effect. Yes. I've brought it in also. Cheap 80s lightning effects. Oh, yeah. dear, oh, dear. And I, I, I wondered what the big deal was because I think in the credit they said uh, starring Dick Miller as Walter Paisley. So I, I, I did research on Walter Paisley, and I guess he's played – that character, I don't know if it's like supposed to be the same exact character, but he's played a character named Walter Paisley in like five or six different Corman movies alone. All right. I know he's, he's supposed to be a killer in one of the movies he's in. Um, I think so, yeah. Called Bucket of Blood, I believe mm-hmm. it's called. Yeah. So, that hmm. was his first appearance as Walter Paisley. So I guess it's just a running joke with Corman and Dick Miller. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, that's, that's fair enough, I suppose. On to the first kill of the teens. Mike, as we said earlier... Leslie sends him to have to get cigarettes after the quickie two minute six. Was he a two hump chump? <laughs> I mean, uh, he was already uh, disappointed yeah. because they made that big joke. Because like I said, you had uh, the the one couple trying to be sexy. You have the one <laughs> the, the one with pepperoni breath. You get the couple <laughs> watching uh Corman movies, and then we we, we get this close up of um the chick with the with the with the really bad boob job. And she's sitting there, and then you just see her boyfriend, you know, he's going down on her, but his butt is straight up in the air, you mm. know, so it's just done for comedic effect. So, and she says, you know, honey, I don't allow you to do that. So he's already disappointed. So he's, I guess that's maybe that's why he's the, the, the two pump chump, like you said. Mm. What is that? Was he, was he trying to rim her out? Or was he trying to lick her out? I mean, yeah, he was just, he was going down, he was just going down on her, and because his butt's straight up in the air, and mm. oh, honey, you know, I don't allow that. Well, you allowed mm. it last week. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All I can say about him is, damn, that guy's got a nice ass and a nice body. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, I am not hiding my bloody gayness for this podcast. Yeah, uh, so okay, there's nothing wrong with that. You like what you like. Yes, there's yes. Nothing wrong with that because you 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 got him with the nice ass, and then we'll see her walking around in just her panties for me. So it, you know, it's fifty fifty. Yes, here. yes. I was getting that. Yeah, he's she's wearing Playboy panties. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I just love and that. Gr- the, the gratuitous camera butt shots on her too. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, he gets killed after sass talking the robot with Kalatu, Barata, and Nikto, mm-hmm. and it shoots him in the ass with a stun gun and then rips his throat out. What the fuck? What a die is <laughs> You know, and what's up with these robots shooting the guys in the ass with the, the stun gun things? It's like, Karen. You know, now that you mentioned, they do have a thing where shooting everybody in the ass in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's ridiculous. Uh, although I did love the Klaatu, Barata, Nikto. I was thinking, Nikti, Nickel, Nickelback? Definitely <laughs> N-words, you know? <laughs> yeah, that was very funny. I loved it. And Leslie checks out what happened to him. She's next, as she thinks Mike's body is... What, she, she thinks he's asleep? What the fuck? Was he narcoleptic? Yeah. <laughs> I mean... And... She thinks his neck's sliced open, but she, she thinks it's a joke. What the fuck? What is it with 80s movies thinking people do this sort of shit? I mean, well, when I was well, in- 
he obviously wasn't dating her for her mind, okay? So Yeah, well, that's true. That's very true. Uh, and the robot comes out of the doors. How the fuck did the robots get the doors opened? They open outwards. Therefore, they have to turn the handles. They couldn't turn... Oh, never mind. Uh, <laughs> again, I love the, the, the laser effects. They're using mm-hmm. 80s toy laser effects. Oh, absolutely. Had, I had me on the floor laughing at that. It was just hilarious. Again, she gets shot in the ass. Yep. What's with these robots and shoot people in the ass? Um, they're, they're butt guys. That's all. Mm. They, they like what they like. And then she gets shot in the back. And then she gets shot in her head, just blows clean off. Oh. I love that effect. That effect yeah, was... It's, you know, everyone thinks of scanners. You know, the scene where that man's head explodes. And as good as it is, this is probably the, that I can think of off the top of my head. The best head explosion that I can think of in a horror movie. I, I, I would put this above scanners just because of how quick and how good it is. I mean, she literally just turns around and within like half a second, boom, it's gone. Yeah, yeah, such a cool effect. Yeah, although the fact uh, the doctor guy at the start says these lasers can incapacitate somebody in one shot, she gets shot about five times and still runs. Really? Mm-hmm. You might want to think your fucking your um, laser parameters there, mate. You know your fucking things are shit. They, they, this... they take out a skull like nothing, but if they shoot somebody in the ass, it's going to take a little while. Yeah, just because all the buns of steel, I'm guessing. You know, buns of steel were big in the '80s, man. <laughs> oh yes. Onto this, the stunned um, teens looking on in terror, and then realize they must run. It takes them a good fucking three minutes to realize that. Uh, run? Your best friend had her head blown clean off, and you just stand there and go, Is she dead? Uh, fucking idiots. <laughs> oh. um, I mean, that was just. And where did I hide? Why, of course, a storeroom! With using cardboard boxes to keep the door shut. Oh my god. Because that'll work. Oh, teenagers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I actually wrote that. Oh, my God. Dumbass teenagers. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take it they were all stoned and or drunk. I just I just I just like the fact that, you know, we had, we, we, were, we were joking around about how the one girl was just running around in her, her, her panties. Uh-huh. But the other two, one was running around in with no shirt, making sure to cover herself up in jeans. And the other one was running around. I think she still had like. Yeah, the bed sheet wrapped around her body as they were running through the mall. It was hilarious. I love the fact how the robots go completely to town in that store and blow it to fuck. Everything is completely destroyed. That yeah. was a fantastic action sequence. That's where all the, the budget yeah. was definitely already used with the head explosion and that scene alone. Um, it was It was great. I was not expecting that much of an action scene to come out of this movie at all. No. No. Um, I love the fact how the little Jewish guy Ferdy is terrified. Oh my God, you can't make a mess because my uncle owns a store and he'll fire my ass on Monday morning or Saturday, whatever the hell it was. He's mm-hmm. getting, what was it, fabrics, pink fabrics for some lady. And he's going, you can't destroy the shop. No, yet the shop's completely fucking destroyed. <laughs> yeah, I think your uncle's going to be more more upset about, you know, the headless blonde laying on the floor than just the mess <laughs> in the room, you know? <laughs> I mean, the suspect stains in the bed. <laughs> Yeah, head headless corpse in the in the foyer. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it just completely blows. I love that bit. It just blows the entire shop to absolute smithereens. <laughs> yeah, it, it was a wonderful uh, scene, and it was a good yeah. what 30, 45 second scene of just just pure chaos of them blowing the shit of shit yeah. out of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As anyway, let me see now. The girls, where else do they go? In the air ducts. But of course, why would they have been air ducts? As the clock strikes midnight, these malls seem shut. We come up with that genius idea. <laughs> what was if you're a cleaner? 
and your, exactly. your and the doors go boom and it slams shut for what six seven six hours six seven oh, okay. hours i mean jesus mm-hmm. christ genius idea there and then yeah, the, the doors look like they're just pulled right out of star trek or something Yes, yeah. All the the sound effects goes clunk, <laughs> slam yep. shut. And like, who the fuck comes up with that genius idea of of time la- uh, time controlled um, locks and safe? What the fuck was that all about? But you have these three killer robots, yet there's nine fours. Okay then. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, ridiculous. Anyway, and air ducts are they they're heated? Why the fuck would air ducts be heated? They said they said something about they, there was like a drop line or something. I didn't pick it up because they were talking about how hot it is there, and they said something about I think the manager heats only heats certain store sections of the of the, of the mall because they were talking about how he never heated up like the pizza place or something like that. All right, I, I know there's a line dropped, but it says the computer's now controlling the entire mall, so the computer is turning on the heat. Okay then. Uh, I love the fact how in between cuts the girls swap positions. I'm going, okay then, because that Barbara Crampton, she was first up, yet she's behind the good girl. Oh shit, I, I did not notice that. Yeah, she was in the back. Yeah, so they switch around. It's like, what the, f- how the fuck did you swap? <laughs> uh, moving on. The boys run for it as a robot completely destroys the fucking door. <laughs> Nope. <laughs> it just rams, rams at the door and the door just falls flat. I'm going, what the fuck are these robots made of fucking titanium? <laughs> well, it did, did. Was that the same scene where he had just knocked it flat, or did it like bring like get its laser to like cut a little hole through the door? No, that's later. No, no. So it's the toothpaste okay. C4. It used to get that door opened. That's right. Okay. Just start to panic. Oh my god, what's it doing? It's got dynamite. How that fuck did it know it's got C4? <laughs> Because remember, you know, the, the the guy in the very beginning of the movie says we don't like to call them killbots or something like that. He says like they, they just neutralize. Mm. Oh no, what it was is when the guy was shot with the dart, he said he was just knocked out. Okay. So you guys have a, a thing that will you know, don't worry, don't worry, the guy's just knocked out. But we also equipped our robots with lasers and C four explosives. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, ridiculous. God damn ridiculous. Uh, what was I now? Da, 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 the cardboard boxes keep the door shut. Yeah, it's a great move there, lads. Uh, ah, yes, the the lads run to a hardware store to get shotguns. Mm-hmm. Uh, do they sell shotguns in, in malls in America? In the 80s, I wouldn't put it past them. I mean, shotguns, a handgun, and a fucking assault machine gun. Yep. Really? Jesus Christ. Uh, dear, oh dear. And I love Ferdy's little wine. I've seen Dr. Harry 24 times. I'm a great shot. Yeah. I've seen Halloween about 100 times. Doesn't mean I'm going to stop fucking teenagers and kill them. <laughs> for fuck's sake. <laughs> yeah, what was it? I, I wrote down, one of the guys says, uh, it was one of my it was one of my favorite scenes because um, it's just so full of cheese. It's once they get their assault rifles and all this and stuff, one of them says, let's go send those fuckers a Rambogram. And yes. Then and then it's followed by this wonderful, like, slow motion, like, I'm just going to call it like hero entrance. You know, you got the guys slow motioning, walking towards the camera with their guns. And I think they got a couple of propane tanks and stuff. It's, oh, it was just pure, pure, pure cheese. And I loved it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I loved it. It was just utter cheese. As you said, it's utter genius. So like I said, the boys blow up Killbot to one because they're three of these fuckers mm-hmm. with a teeny tiny little gas tank. And instead of going to town on its back, 
or its side rather, they just let it live. What the fuck? Would you shoot that thing to Kingdom Bloody Well come? I mean, they didn't even pull out wires, they just leave it lying there. I would have went to town on that fucking thing or mm-hmm. hacked pieces. Yeah. Oh, dear, oh dear. Bloody teenagers for you. As the girls make a lot of cocktails using oil cans and rags, would that work? <laughs> uh, I honestly, I have no idea because I've never thought of doing that. But I mean, because Molotov cocktails are usually in bottles, hence the smash. But these are can, it, can, it, cans, cans of oil. So are, are you sure it was oil or was it actually cans of gasoline? No, it's oil. It's, it's, it's some sort of oil they're, they're throwing out of my like, Can you get like aerosol cans or something or actual? Got all gasoline instead of fucking oil cans for crying out loud. Well, like you were saying, teenagers those days, you know, they tried to block the door with cardboard boxes, so they're just they're they're trying their best. Mm. And the other the other scene I thought uh, the money went to was when the boys rig a trap in one of the lifts or the elevators mm-hmm. um, by rigging it with the gas tanks. That was quite clever actually. Yeah. Uh, I love that. It goes. It's, what was it send those these robots to a what was it a where the hell did I brought it somewhere? Uh, da, 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 where the fuck was that? The line from Aliens, where it goes, it's on a an elevator ride to hell or something like that. It's like, yeah, you know, something kinda, like that. Freight train ride to hell or something like that. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Da, 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 da. Next to die is the annoying whiny Susie, who is kidnapped, uh, sorry, kneecapped by a laser and then burned alive as an oil can blows up in her face, which is a glorious free burn effect i love that the, the whole she's up in flames just right before that just you know that shot to her knee i mean you saw the blood shoot out of it that was a great effect and then that was a very very good stunt um you know she was on that stunt person was on fire for a good 15 20 seconds before yeah. she died yeah 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 like i said that was a good a good uh, fire walk yeah i mean i mm-hmm. actually like that interesting little fact i found out apparently Roger Corman could use this real mall, but couldn't damage any of the, the 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 shops or any of the carpeting or any of the areas. So they had to clean up between shots. So they had to clean up the tire tracks, the explosions, whatever else there was. And apparently, uh, somebody left a tire track in one of the carpets, and the head of the cleaning department went apeshit and tried to sue Roger Corman. <laughs> Yeah, good luck with that. I mean, oh my god, the 80s. That's all I can say is the 80s. Yep. I mean, this guy has a budget of, what, $800,000? Good luck, love. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know, good luck suing him. He, he doesn't have that much for... You're not going to get... You're going to spend more in court costs than what you would be able to sue and, you know, get from him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. As I said, on to Rick, who traps Killbot 2 in the lift... It then blows the brakes, sending it to hell, as I said earlier. An elevator ride to hell. It's pretty cool, actually. I love that explosion effect. I thought it was cheap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe it was that sparkler effect. <laughs> yeah, it, it was really good. Like I said, as cheap as this movie's as this movie obviously is, they they got their money's worth with 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 the effects. I think you know you yes. know not counting the lasers, obviously. Well, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Practical although, effects, and explosions. Although I will say that leap what Rick did from the top of the elevator to the floor actually broke the stuntman's ankle. Oh, Jesus. That, that was a pretty good stunt. I'll give him that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's also another stunt later on um, where it 
broke the director's ribcage, but I'll explain that later. Uh, where am I now? Da, 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 da. Oh yes, it's actually Allison that shoots the gas tanks that blows up the elevator. Because um, mm-hmm. her dad's a marine, therefore she's a good shot. How does that one work? <laughs> see, see, I loved that scene because it was kind of realistic because everybody's shooting at that fucking that uh the propane tank and they're not you know they're not soldiers they're just you know pre-teen or you know pre-adults working at a mall they don't know how to fucking shoot guns so i believe that they were taking all these shots and no one could hit those things so i accepted the fact that she was able to do it and she just threw out that line oh my dad's a marine mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah yeah although i love the fact that they go back to the pizza joint uh, to regroup uh, and Linda jokes to Rick it would take them 2.9 million tur- uh, tune-ups to pay back the damage. Uh, no. Wouldn't you sue the fucking company for your little what's gone haywire? <laughs> I mean, yeah, absolutely. Dear God. And then Greg snaps. He'll take up the robot bastards. You come to me, you know, you're a fucking terrible shot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Greg being a complete utter dickwad as they run to the computer room to turn off the computer, which is controlling the robots. He just acts like a wannabe Rambo and then gets tossed off the sixth floor, floor straight down to the ground. I love that stunt. Yeah. And that's the stunt where the stuntman says no, but the director says, it's fine, I'll do that drop. So he threw himself off that that height and landed and broke his ribcage and didn't tell anybody. And the stuntman did it. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. I mean, it's like, what the fuck? Are you insane? I mean, how much cocaine was on this set? How much alcohol was on this set? How much what was on this set? I mean, you've got stuntmen breaking their, their, their ankles. You've got stuntmen refusing to do, do stunts so the, the director jumps from the fucking six four, uh, yeah, six four balcony and then breaks his ribs. <laughs> I, mean, wow. I mean, well, if it's, if, you know, think of it this way. It's, it's a Corman production, so they can't afford to hire, you know, another stuntman. So they, they got to get this guy to do it, but. Jesus Christ, he broke his fucking ribs just to convince the stuntman to do mm. the stunt. That's yeah, bad. Yeah. yeah, that's ridiculous, that. And with two of the Killbots chasing them down, because unsurprisingly, Killbot 2, or was it 1, comes back to life. Mm-hmm. Uh, with little plastic arms. I love that one. Plastic arms. <laughs> yeah. I believe they're in their toy grabber things from the 80s yeah that's exactly what i was i was picturing those little you know plastic robot mm. toy grabber things that you would like use to, to like reach the remote or something that were on the that was on the ground mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so anyway so the hide and a close a, a clothing store that keeps the robots at bay because they'll obviously they can't lift up the shutters but they have the laser thing that takes 45 minutes to cut through the the, the shutter thing i'm going mm. you said the lasers were powerful enough to cut through any piece of rubble or anything at all but it takes 45 minutes to cut through one thin piece ass bit of metal really yeah. <laughs> I mean well what I was what I was more surprised in is uh, I just I was wondering are these things fucking tanks because they are surviving shots from shotguns and assault rifles and the bullets are literally just bouncing right off of them mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was also going to say um the robots go from different heights. One minute they're about three foot, next minute there's about five foot, then about two foot. It's like, what the? I know there was five robots, I believe, um, used for this thing. 
Some people could, some could do certain things, some could do other things, but mm-hmm. could always get the same height on these fucking robots. But crying out loud, it was ridiculous. Also, the robots are stupid. The girls set up a trap using dummies and mirrors, uh, mm-hmm. and then the guys take out Killbot 3, which causes London to get killed by a misfiring laser. So Rick, being a complete fucking idiot, uses a little, what the hell that thing was, a, a shopping rascal, and gets electrocuted. What the hell? What a chop way to get killed. <laughs> you know, and, and then I wrote that down. I said, I, I was so disappointed that, I, you know, you knew for a fact that Linda was going to die because she was just standing there while everyone else was running and the, the robot was, you know, misfiring. But, man, I was just so disappointed how lame her death was compared to, you know, the head explosion and then, you know, the body set on fire. Even the guy, you know, falling off the balcony because... She was shot, I guess, in the stomach or something, but there was no gore, no nothing. She just had one of the, you know, generic laser beam shot into her, and then she just fell. And it was just, yeah, I wish yeah. there was a little bit more because of how great the other deaths were. Although, like you said, uh, the earlier kills must have took the budget. I mean, that, yeah. uh, the, the whole furniture shop getting blown to pieces must have took the fucking budget. So maybe they just went, eh, we're cheap. Just, just sure, we're fine. Although, yeah, I love the fact uh, Rick's death, you can see it's a dummy. Clearly a dummy. Mm-hmm. A mannequin dummy yeah. <laughs> just lying there. <laughs> Dear God. Although in saying that, if a stuntman breaks his ankle and the directors get fucked up reps, I'll take a dummy, thank you. I'm not sitting next to this fucking thing that explodes up a, a dummy there. You know? <laughs> some others' mistakes. Mm-hmm. As Allison hides in the storeroom, but Killbot 1 pulls a predator act and appears right behind her. How the fuck did that do that? She's going in this little back storeroom thing, and then it sneaks up behind her and tries to threaten her with the whole scary arms, the whole jazz hands. What the hell was that? <laughs> now, seriously, but how the hell did you not hear a thing coming? Because these things are quite loud. As you said, they're tanks. They've got tank tracks, mm-hmm. treads rather. They're not quiet robots. How the fuck did you not hear a thing coming? I guess we're just supposed to suspend it. Well, remember, this is a movie about people being chased by killer robots in a mall. We got to suspend a little bit of disbelief. As bad as what you're saying, you know, they should have been able to hear those fuckers, though. Mm. Yeah, true, true. I love the fact how she screams and Ferdy can hear the sound down the world's longest corridor. What was that, about a mile long? (laughs) And he runs with the clappiest shoes I've ever heard. I'm like, what the fuck are you wearing high heels? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. He runs, he runs through the door that just says mall on it. Yeah. Um, so that, that whole that whole sequence was not was was worthless. He walked down that long corridor just to hear her yell and run all the way back. Mm. But I think that was just padding because I think this movie only comes in at what, like an hour and twenty five minutes, maybe? Yeah, but that yeah, yeah. Yeah, including, t- uh, including credits. Yeah, I mean, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Ferdy shoots Killboy 1 right in the eyeball, blinding it like a Dalek. Yep. You know, so it has no sensors at all then. It just has this one eye stock. It doesn't have yep. like heat sensors or movement yeah, it, tracking it sensors. disabled or... his lasers and everything, so. Yeah, ridiculous. Was, Ferdy was finally useful with like 20 minutes left of the movie. Mm, mm. The oh, and one thing one thing we forgot to mention i love how every time they kill a person what do they say they say thank you uh, have a nice day yeah thank you have a nice day that's it <laughs> yeah yeah i love that yeah that was just, it's so sassy yeah 
Yeah. I, I love the fact uh, the the mad professor guy saying these are indestructible. Yet they shoot it in the eye and it completely disables its entire arsenal. Yeah. Okay then, that's not indestructible. You fucking idiot. Although yeah. you tried to yeah, say man. to me, it's just uh, like Star Wars, man. You got that the big Death Star and you got that one little weak spot. Yeah, true, true. The ventilation port and it's boom, mm-hmm. which is repeated time and time and time again, even in a bloody new Star Wars movies. Okay then. Get a new architect, Vader. Exactly. <laughs> oh, Emperor even. But yeah, you're trying to me when Greg, uh, Rick and Ferdy were shooting wildly at the robot. robots, not one bullet hit that robot's laser eye. Really? Well, if, you, if they can't even shoot a propane tank, how are they supposed to be able to use assault rifles? You know, they don't know what they're doing. Yeah, true, true. True. Although Ferdy's um, death was ridiculous. Yeah. He throws a flag signature at it, it catches it and smacks him in the back of the head with it. What the fuck was that? <laughs> well, you you just said they're sassy robots, so that's exactly what they were being. Mm. Yeah, true. True. And Allison hides in a pet store with snakes and spiders crawling over her. How about oh. no? I that rather... seems great. First, first off, I laugh my ass off because she's hiding under like a counter or something, and she's you know, I'm going to say she's average woman height. So she's probably like, what, 5'3", five, 5'4". Five, and what does she do? She tries to hide behind a small bag of dog food. She covers her face up with that. And um, my wife had had come home last night while I was watching it. And she wasn't paying too much attention. But I'll tell you this. When when she looked up and she saw that when she was in the the, the actress was in that pet shop being crawl, covered with spiders and snakes, my wife flipped out and she freaked out because, you know, she's she's terrified of that stuff. So I'm just thinking, just imagine if that actress was didn't even realize, because no one Corman, he probably didn't even tell her. Oh, by the end of the movie, you're going to have snakes and spiders covering you. I doubt it. No, no, no. Although I'd rather take on the Wally wannabe than take on the snakes and spiders. Fuck that for a game of soldiers. You would not get me anywhere near those snakes and or spiders. I'd rather take on the fucking cosplaying Wally. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what was that thing? It was a, what was it? A, a tank with sort of like um, little plastic arms and uh, uh, what do you call the things from uh, Babylon 5? Uh, a Cylon eyepiece. Yeah, thing. basically. I mean, uh, originality much. Uh, with um, Robocop's body piece armor thing. I was going, you cheap son of a bitch, Colin. You ripped off everything. You ripped off a Cylon. You ripped off a tank. You ripped off short circuit you ripped off robocop is there anything you've got as original mate for crying out loud no no that that's roger corman if if it's successful he'll rip it off mm, yeah true true although i'll say to you as killbot one is chasing allison around just around the mall that's a death stalker theme that's playing it's not the really? yeah yeah it's not the theme from earlier i just love that because like I said, i've seen death stalker 2 about I don't know, five, six times, maybe ten times. So I know that thing. What else do we have here? Oh, yes. The fall Alison takes from the rail onto the floor was done by her herself, the actress herself, in that fall. Oh, wow, about, that was a really good fall, too. Mm, yeah, how about no? She lands on, what was that, an umbrella or a suitcase or something she lands on? Uh, I don't know if it was just like the like a tent display, maybe? Mm. Yeah, but she's done it herself. How about no? <laughs> well, well, well look at it this way but you know when you have stunt performers refusing to do stunts maybe she, that's why she did it 
Mm, yeah, true, true, very true. Maybe the, the director's like, look, love, my ribs are fucked. You do the fall. <laughs> That's right. Our, uh, our last stunt guy has walked off set. We have no one to do this but you. Um, mm-hmm. So just give the old college try. Good luck. Yeah, good and luck, action. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I love the fact she kills this robot by pouring paint everywhere and pulls out a road flare from her um, tit safe, a.k.a. the cleavage. Yeah. <laughs> but everyone puts anything right down the tits, you know. Yeah, that, a, lot of, a lot of ladies like to call that putting stuff in the bank. So she, she made a yes. deposit of a road flare earlier and then she, she took it out and threw it. And like I said, that road flare became basically dynamite. I'm just, mm. That was a definite what the fuck moment for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's ridiculous. Although she was a, quite a small girl how the hell does she have that big fuck off road flare shoved on her tits and it didn't even show as she's running you know yeah, <laughs> that's true going, i was going her poor boyfriend's going to be very uh, very um um and an apt inept what the hell is uh, as he gets a um titty ride from her you know for <laughs> 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 <Poor> ferdy <laughs> no um, you know, i don't think ferdy's going to complain i'm pretty sure he hasn't had that much experience to begin with so Mm. Beggars can't be choosers. Yeah, true, true. Speaking of Ferdy, he isn't dead. He comes out at the last minute with a fucking toilet roll covered in blood. Yep. <sighs> really? <laughs> oh, I was laughing my ass off when he showed up with the bloody toilet paper roll. Mm. I mean, and he like, gives this yeah. big dorky looking smile. Yeah. Then of course the kiss and, and the end. Yep. Oh dear, oh dear. Um. And I love I love the ending because I lo- I personally love when movies end. And like you know, like Scream or say like um, Predator, I always call it like the 80s TV show end where they show the character and they like the actor and then they show their name at the bottom. So mm-hmm. that, I, I thought that was nice to see because you don't see that in movies anymore. Yeah. And Barbara Crampton gets her head frozen as it blows yes. up. <laughs> that was the best part is when they when, when they showed the, the actress with their head explode, they showed her. Boom, the head explodes. And then her name is, is shown. <laughs> yeah, I love that one. Yeah, that's just. Oh dear, oh dear. Although it could have been worse, it could have had the eighties free frame, you know, the, the mm-hmm. high five, free frame. <laughs> exactly. So, so that, it, just, it just shows, like, just from beginning to the end credits, this movie was smart and self-aware. It knew what the fuck it was, and it ran with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On to the ratings. Uh, since Eric and I are a bit of a drinker, the scale is in booze. Uh, one star is one beer, two stars is a six pack, three stars is an 18 pack, four stars is a keg, and five stars is a bottle of scotch. The higher the score, the more booze you have to take to enjoy this movie. I'm going to give this thing a one light beer, because this is a fun time. I love this. This is a ridiculous B movie, and it knows it. The effects are terrible, but it relishes in the fact the effects are terrible it has no money and no fucks are given i love this movie it's just 76 minutes of absolute dumb fun so what do you see uh let's see here well this is gonna be tough because uh you know our last episode was was jason goes to hell and that was that's one of my favorite horror movies of all time and i think i looked at it quote unquote professionally and i gave it you know a two which is a six pack because it's just so much fucking fun. I'm going to, you know what? I might put this above Jason Goes to Hell. Um, I might give it a one because 
as fun as Jason Goes to Hell is, and I still love it. I looked at a lot of the, the what the fuck moments and technical aspects, you know, do bring it down. I had fun with, with uh, Choppy Mall from beginning to end. It's probably the most fun I've had with a horror movie recently watched in a long, long time. I'm, I'm, I'm giving it a one. I'm giving it, a, uh, you know, one beer. Yes, you know, because yeah. you you can watch this, you can watch this thing, and I did. I was completely sober when I watched this, and I had a blast from beginning to end. Mm-hmm. Absolutely loved it. Yeah, unlike last night, which was Saturday the fourteenth, two thousand nineteen, of September, is I actually watched the both Saturday the fourteenth movies, and I went through about a uh, three quarters bottle of vodka. It's fucking terrible. The two movies avoid like the fucking plague. Your lover will thank you in the morning. <laughs> Yeah, that that is true. He was he was he was uh, personal messaging me on Twitter, telling <laughs> his pain, and I I was just telling him, I said, you know what, man, you only have yourself to blame. But yeah. Chopping Mall is a complete 180. He had a fucking blast. I mean, I yes, I told Johnny before. I, I hate Saturday the 14th. I love Chopping Mall. Had had a fun time. Who was the uh, the uh, the request made by? Uh, Eight bit Ray, I believe. Um, Thank you so much for requesting this movie. I had so much fun. Okay. And if you want to request a movie, tweet us it at Schlocky Horror or email us at Schlocky Horror Podcast Show at gmail.com or Instagram us on Schlocky underscore pod. You can follow me on Twitter at Here's Johnny's Pod and follow Eric at I am at to the number two underscore beard underscore losers for my other podcast and you can also find me personally at movies underscore beer 365 okay then and next week's one is going to be one of eric's picks shocker which i believe was Wes craven's stab at freddy krueger uh, i haven't seen this in a long time and i remember either really loving it or really hating it um it can go either way but i'm excited because i'm a huge huge west craven fan mm, yeah true i dug it up i bought this dvd years ago watched it once and went eh this is kind of shite and put it away uh, dug it up um what was that about a month ago and put on the trailer what's with the not using alice cooper oh is it norris the nice guy what is it with not yeah. using Alice Cooper? That song was fucking terrible. Whoever covered that should take it out and shot. Oh, ain't it? Oh, dear, oh, dear. It was a uh, Megadeth. That was Megadeth. Okay, then. Okay, then. Like I says, why not just give Alice money? And... <laughs> oh, dear, oh, dear, oh, dear. Anyway, all I can say is goodbye and have a nice day. <laughs>